Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages. Do I have to tell you where we are and what we're doing? It is always great to have you joining us for a, another freshly unwrapped edition of what I'm hearing globally is one of the most popular podcasts currently airing out of Fishers, Indiana. Wow, I'm glad that's recorded that somebody in a else is hearing it. Welcome yeah. to Boomers. And, and that's with a crowded market in Fishers, Indiana for podcasts. Welcome what I'm to hearing. Boomers with Beverages. It's great to have you guys. It's Look great at this. to be here. Anytime I can hang out with these guys, this is uh, this is good. This Thank you. Yeah, Thank you very much. Yeah. Glad to be here, man. Uh, Jim Burroughs along with Artie Widry. Arthur. Hey. Hello. Mushy, mushy. You are dressed for lumberjack season. You look good. Got the, got the flannel. Got I'm the okay. Flannel. I sleep all night and work all day. Lumberjack. <laughs> yeah. Cut down trees. I skip and jump. I love to press Any, wildflowers. Anytime I can let you do a Monty Python bit. Uh, <laughs> I got to let you do it. That is a gift, yeah. Uh, Pete Molina, look at you all dapper in a suit coat today. Yeah. I got Laser. Got, I've got a commitment after this, and uh, so I, I got to look presentable. Yeah. I know you guys don't normally see me like this but no, uh, no this is probably what you wear most of the time professionally right with a lot of the work you've done you, you wear well yeah when i was, was when i was actually in the professional world <laughs> when you were in the <laughs> well, he, was now he's in the he doesn't he doesn't think highly enough of us to dress up so. <laughs> before they asked me to leave I see. so we understand so once you join us in the unprofessional world <laughs> that's right you don't have to wear a jacket and i like the unprofessional world much more well, you look. You it look is certainly more relaxed. You look dapper. And speaking of dapper, dapper. You always think of dapper Dan. Look at that little transition there, Dan Davis. What a segue! Back. Hello, hello. I'm back. Back from uh, from from COVID land. The incubator. Yes. COVID yes. land. It's a new amusement park. Here, stick this in your nose. Wee. Sadly, there's a few folks out there that would love to have a COVID amusement park. A COVID I think amusement you're right. Yeah. That way, it would be a constant yeah. in our lives. But yeah, uh, yeah I think it, Washington D.C. has become a COVID amusement. Well, haven't, yes. haven't cruise ships basically turned into yeah, COVID right. amusement parks? I know. Thank goodness, though. That's why I don't go on amusement parks. You know, at least everything I hear, because I know we all have a mutual comic friends that do a lot of the cruise ship work. It seems to be going okay. Yeah, he's been so, all right. Yeah, as far as the people going on the ships, not having any major outbreaks, things like yeah. that. Either that or they're throwing them overboard mid-cruise. <laughs> so it's like, well, here's one way to get the stats yeah, down. Or, or they all sign an NDA when they get on a ship. Don't you dare breathe the word if you yeah, got COVID. Tell nobody yeah. nothing. So I, 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 did, I just have to ask Dan because here okay. on Boomers with Beverages, we always like to uh, impart as much wisdom as we can because we are – all of our spouses will, will, will claim we are the wisest people they've ever met. Oh, yes. There's a, there's a three-letter word that comes after that. But uh, so what would you do? How would you heal? Tell me how you got back. Oh, just, yeah. I, I think you know, I'd had the shots. I can't remember if I had two boosters or all three. But anyway, I've had at yeah. least three shots, maybe four. But anyway, I think that might have been part of it. But it just, yeah, it lasted maybe three days. And, it, well, I also did the, what's that stuff called? Prova... Uh, Preva, the Prevagen. Not Prevagen, no. no. Um, I can't remember oh, a thing. Called? Yes, I can't. I, I forget. All, but Progesterone. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's oh, what it was. Oh, nice. And so I'm, I'm, I'm over COVID, but I'm pregnant. Are you fertile? So, good news, bad news. And now he's got man boobs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's about time somebody on it our was, show is it's fertile. The new, it's good. It's like a, you take five days, you take three capsules oh, in the morning, okay. three and a Yeah, I can't gotcha. remember what it's called. Gotcha. But anyway, uh, that might have helped. Good. Because good. by the time I was on my fifth day of the medicine, I was symptom-free. Nice. And I nice. tested last week. 
uh, and I got negative tests. Well, in this uh, in this goat rodeo of COVID, I've yes. had a, I've had the immunization and two boosters, and I've had COVID twice. So I don't know if on the on the back of my baseball card if I should present the stats just like that because, like a lot of people, walking around today, that have gotten boosters and shots, you've had it. Yeah. You've yeah. had it multiple times, unfortunately. So it's like, again. Not to, not to dumb it down, but you know, I know, I know Dr. Fauci might disagree with me here, but it's the flu, it's the cold, it's no, it's Paxlovid. 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 See, that's always good because most podcasts don't consider people that want to keep track of stuff at home. So, could you spell that for the listeners? P A X L O V I D. Just in case. Yes. This is, that's what the priest are saying now as you leave Mass. Paxlovid. No, no more Paxlovid come by. Yeah, Paxlovid. Right? Yes. Exactly. Artie, what do you think? I mean, I, I had the Omicron, the early Omicron. The Omicron. Which, and Denise and I, she, we had it like two days apart. She was coming down and getting better when I just started getting it. Wow. But it wasn't a big deal. I yeah. had, I'd had no fever. Okay, no fever at all, uh, but I, I lost all taste, and I that is dangerous with me. Yeah, it's very dangerous. I'm going to keep eating it until I can taste it. Well, that's nothing new. Or you've never had good taste, have you? Yeah, okay. I've always had good Thank taste. You for getting that, because I got yeah, fine. Was, I, I came in too wow. soon. I, I'm leaving. Wow. <laughs> okay. What are you drinking, by the way? Uh, I am drinking zero sugar for a glass owl vitamin water. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. You know, we have uh, had vitamins. B3, 5, and 6. Okay, it looked like uh, some medicinal, like a... Yeah. Well, and uh, calcium and zinc. <laughs> that is one of their better, as far as vitamin water goes, the, the lemonade flavor is yeah, one I'll, of their better. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, looks I, like colonoscopy. It's not, it's not too bad. Artie and I are wimping out for our beverages for this first show, because I've got... Yeah, like, I've we got, need to talk about that. I know we do. Really, water, we're boomers with beverages, I, and you guys and are drinking water. we're sitting it's across a from a bar, and that's the sad part, <laughs> because again, thankfully... Uh, what kind of we, water is that? It's Icelandic glacial water because it's, okay, it's from it's, a glacier. It's from the Nordic region, and I, I've always felt like any, you know, water that was good for ABBA mm-hmm. is good for me. Yeah, I, you makes know, sense. Yeah, because look how big that group was. They're the yeah. megastars, and they yeah. drank this water. And they were also skinny. Yeah, they were skinny. Well, now skinny. let me. Can I? Can I? This is from Iceland. You love the bottle, though. Iceland. Like That's a cool bottle. ABBA yeah. was actually from Sweden. There's. That's uh, a shame. You know what? Hey, I just you know, we you know, want we want to be correct and yeah, we don't want to show. offend the Scandinavian segment. Yeah, you, know, you, you put a suit coat on him, all of a sudden he's professor know-it-all. So it's like, yeah, it's just, hey, I only know this because when, when I was in Stockholm, I walked by the Abbey Museum. Did you? Well, there you go. I had no inclination to want to go inside. I just walked by. He started humming "Dancing Queen." He was good. He was good. So, you know, normally, so you're drinking the water too. Normally, I, I drink uh, Ice Mountain because it's spring I water, I like and I love spring water. I can't stand like drinking water or purified water. Or, uh, that just doesn't. Like that's Aquafina, uh, Dasani. Yeah, Ugh. all those are awful. But boring. this is this is just like it. But I get this over at Menards, and it's like half the price. Really? Yeah. This is called Glacier Mist. <laughs> Glacier Mist spring water. It's from Minneapolis. It's, all those all those listeners it, tuning in to it's listening to it's, it's like, wow, where can I get bottled water? Glacier yeah, right. Mist. <laughs> exactly. Ice Mountain it's, Glacier Mist. Glacier, glacier Mist is less price but tastes exactly the same. Glacier Mist. Glacier Mist. <laughs> All right, then. Well, the only one that's legitimately doing what we're supposed to be doing is Dan, of course, now that he's back to health. I'm off, back to health. That's right. Off the COVID So it's meds. time to start drinking He's drinking again. a beer. <laughs> he's drinking a beer. So what, what are you sampling from the four-day variety? I have variety uh, one of the guest drafts. Oh, very cool. It's from the, which I've never, I don't think I've had any Bloomington, I guess it's Bloomington Brewing Company. Sure. Which is, so yeah, from Bloomington, Indiana, it is the Red Bloom Amber Ale. 
Ooh. It's really very good. Yeah, that looks more your style, though. You like the dark yes, beers, right? Yes, I like right? the darker beers, yes. Yeah, yeah it looks that good. Well, yeah, congrats, to, congrats to Dan to get the memo that uh, Boomers mm. of Beverages, typically we have a beverage. It's not always alcoholic, but in this instance, Pete is waving to women as they walk by right. us here at Forty Ray. Is it, was it because of her jeans that she was wearing that fit very snugly? Yeah, yeah, that was that was part of it. But you know, yeah, I, so I let me call care. The beverages, uh, the beverages aren't alcoholic, and neither are we. <laughs> not yet. I just looked presentable today. I thought maybe you I do. could get some attraction. It's, it's kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind you of should be drinking a martini. It, if you whip yeah, out yes. an insurance policy for us to sign. <laughs> Enough of, enough of the suit coat, but we're glad Dan's back to health. Yes. Uh, we got Pete back from his world travels, which we're going to discuss on a upcoming podcast, because I know we haven't really shared your notes about Spain and Portugal, and you got a lot to talk about. Artie uh, went to Menards and bought water. Yeah. Um, well, I'm exhausted. I, I was going to say, I haven't, that's, that's I haven't done day. much more than that since we've talked last. <laughs> that's so, a day. Yeah, so I found I a really inexpensive wine I know, at, I know at Artie's, Sam's. I know Artie's tuckered out. Okay, so we did... Uh, th- one of the last podcasts, we uh, introduced one of the games we're going to play from time to time, talking about identifying people, events, persons, you know, yeah. all the stuff from different generations, how much we know about our generation, the boomers, and then Gen X, Gen Z, millennials, all this, that, and the other. And then we also have this conversation starter game. It's not really a game. It's just like they advertise on the box, put your phone down, let's have a chat. And they, they use questions to get it going. So we're going to try one today on all okay. of you guys now that we have did Dan we, back. Have we tried this yet? Yeah, we did it, we did it one of the this last one? shows. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Artie, what is a movie everyone loves that you can't stand? Oh, Hocus Pocus. It's, 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 I hate it. I mm. hate that movie. Yeah. I hate that movie. I don't like the cast. I don't like the music. I don't like anything about it. It blows. No. But you're like probably it. not going to go see the sequel. Just I'm not going to go see the sequel. <laughs> what, what don't you like about it? Everything. Just the story, the people. No, it's goofy. It's just goofy. Everybody it's loves Disney, it, but isn't I, I, it, isn't it's it a goofy. Disney movie? I think is it, it is. It could be. I think it is. It's so I don't like it. Popular. I've not, and I, and I've I not did seen not like it. Titanic either. Uh, which one? The, the the big one. The, the one everybody. Most recent. Yeah. Because I just didn't care for it. I'm, right. I I'm terrified of being on cruise ships and drowning. That's a that's a big fear of mine. It's one one of my big fears. I only have two. How many Titanics have happened since Titanic? Um, I don't know. Probably zero. I don't remember. And I'm not talking Lusitania and stuff like that in history. Why? I'm talking about a crew, cruise a legit ship. cruise ship. How many have hit an iceberg and sank since the Titanic? I don't know. I know the Somebody captain's know? family know? would like another person to hit. A, so <laughs> at least yes. his name could drop down on the list. But unfortunately, I think he has the honor all to himself. So I get that. So, so do you That's watch? That's airplane you watch any flight films like airport i mean are you okay with that? Uh, i like flight okay so you're okay liked, with airport uh, i liked, uh, like sully yeah. yeah i don't mind plane sully. things <laughs> i figure i could always jump out for of a plane somebody for somebody that's not into flying i wouldn't recommend sully though <laughs> that would almost be like well, recommending denzel washington's movie flight i mean yes. it's just, oh yeah that, that, that I, I love that movie but man i don't i don't want yeah, that pilot. No, no no that pilot could stay home or actually maybe you do want that pilot because remember true. he did land the he plane landed it, it, it landed well it. yeah sully boy oh boy yeah there you know if you don't believe in a divine intervention or something i mean I, come on that have we had a yeah. bigger example of that recently of that many people and just try that again i don't think it happens no you know uh, what i mean you know the thing about that movie that was i mean it was real and you and 
I didn't understand why, I sort of do, but you know, this guy did something very heroic based on what his instincts and his training yeah. suggested that he do, and then the, you know, th then the FAA just absolutely tried to vilify him and oh, make yeah. it seem like yeah. he was yeah. just was totally sad. irresponsible. Yeah. And, and good for him that, that he got back and you know, m made his point. I mean, yeah. they, they, they look stupid, absolutely stupid. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank goodness, it's right? Government. I'm glad. Bad I'm glad. evil government. So Dan mm -hmm. Davis, what's a movie everyone loves that you can't stand? Oh, maybe Scarface. Oh, man. The Pacino? But, yeah, okay. it just was, it, it's like he's a criminal. He's yeah. ruining lives, and he's, you know, there's a whole generation that makes him this big hero. You don't like, like to say hello to my little friend? I do not, no. And, well, yeah, and I'm sorry. Al Pacino with the whole Cuban accent, and yeah. it's like, no, let's, let's not. Yeah. And it was long. That, you know, yes. Brian De Palma should have learned a little bit in the editing room on that film. But, yes. uh, you know, mixed bag. I think the first time I saw it, it was okay. You know, I don't, it's, it's not one of my, you know, I'd much rather watch a movie. If you're going to watch a movie about bad guys and gangsters, you watch The, the Godfathers. Oh, yeah. Because at least yeah, you have yeah. a movie. At least you have yeah, a script. Yeah. You have, a, a, you know, the cop, Coppola did just a masterwork with those, yes. those two films. You know, there's other ones, too. Goodfellas and all that stuff. But, yeah, I can see that. How about you? Movie everyone loves that you can't stand. Does the Godfather count? Just oh. kidding. Yeah, I was oh, say, wow. I, I'm going to have to leave the podcast. <laughs> I think everybody listening heard that insane pause there for just a second. There was a, there was a gasp. Before we said that you can't be serious. You know, I, so I, can't think, I can't think of a specific movie. I'll give you some genres that I just don't like. Anything Harry Potter, okay? Mm -hmm. Star Wars stuff. Uh, wow. Scary movies like Halloween. I just don't. I don't get them. I, they're, they're not appealing to me. So, you like Alien? I haven't seen it. I just you saw haven't seen Alien? No. The, the very first Alien. No. See, no, see, Aliens I like significantly better than Alien. Uh, I, I like Aliens. Aliens yes. was a great mm -hmm. sequel to that. It was it, yeah, it was one of the better sequels. So. Karen, Karen and I just watched the uh, ha Halloween Ends on uh, Peacock Channel. Oh, it's yeah. It's showing on there. And uh, I thought it was really well done, but... It was so painfully obvious why, you know, in the end, what happened, because Freddy's now 92, so he can barely run. So it was so much easier to catch him. Yeah, yes. He's yeah. got a walker now. Yeah, it was I good. Tell you, a, I thought they movie, handled it pretty well. You know? A movie I just saw that I thought was hilarious. Uh, Judd Apatow directed it. It's got uh, David Duchovny and I think it's Gillen. She was in uh, one of the seasons of um, Doctor Who. You'd recognize if you saw it, but it, it's about these, and uh, uh, Peel, the, uh, the Peel of Key and Key Peel. And Peel. Yeah. yeah. What was the name of it? It's called The Bubble, and it's these, they're producing a movie, it's like number six in this action monster franchise, and it's during COVID, and so they're all locked down in this hotel, and it's like all CG, and it's just, it's really very funny. Yeah, well, just, mm. Apatow had a pretty good stretch of movies. Yes, he did. I mean, yeah. Still, to me, one of the funniest movies ever made is Step Brothers. I mean, that movie. Oh yeah, I've never seen that one. Me up. I mean, yeah, I'll find that. One. Such a such a funny, funny, yeah. funny movie. But uh, I'm trying to think. For me, there's there's probably a lot. I don't like the the. Uh, what do they call not the romance? What do they call the combo movies? Rom com, rom com kind of movies oh, that yeah. get to be big. I'm not. It bores the fan. crap out of me. No. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't get it. Yeah, all those are the ones like um, oh, 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 I, I really, Sandra Bullock made a lot of those with, sure. with Matthew McConaughey and yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. The last yeah, one she made, The Lost City. 
Denise and I wasted a whole hour and a half watching that. that was and you can't crap. get that time back, can it you? Was, no, I can't. Really it can't. was awful. It was. She didn't even like it. I tell you, she's got a. Um, no, I shouldn't have brought it up because I can't think of it. There's uh, no. It, it's not a rom com. It's good. a. She. It, it, she went to prison for killing a police officer. Oh yeah, and, oh, she's not yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. Don't I, ask me the name of it. The thing I like about her, and it is that, I mean, she looks awful in that movie. And, but it just—it's a great performance. It's an interesting story. It just—I applaud her for taking, you know, putting herself out there and getting into the role and not worrying about the whole, you know, glamour part. But she's just a great actor. It's fun to watch a movie a second time that the first time you thought it was the worst thing you ever saw. And I've, mm. I've experienced that with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with uh, Tarantino. Because when you I know. saw that in the theater, I thought, oh my God. Could Samuel Jackson at least come out and say mf -er a few times? <laughs> I mean, this and is this movie. No, I, I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but then I watched it the second time, third time, and I'm like, I really started appreciating DiCaprio and Pitt and the storyline and, and what he did. Yeah. And the the fact that it was it perfectly captured late 1960s Hollywood before the Manson murders. Yeah. And I thought it was, I mean, you know, is it one of his best? No, but at, at first I just didn't like it. Oh, I, I, I would put it up there. It's one of my favorite Tarantino yeah. movies. Oh, it's good stuff. I like it a lot. And supposedly he's working on the the, ver the very last one he's going to do. He said number 10 will be it. So I don't know what it is. The, but, uh, uh, the Sandra Bullock movie, The Unforgivable. Yeah. We, it's we on Netflix. That. It's good. It's, yeah, it's really very good. She's yeah. also good in, what's the Bird Box yeah, that was a decent one. That was other. That was also very good. Yeah, yeah. if you look at you know, and, and I know people are always trying to find the, 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 a movie that's the, that's got the good scare factor without going overboard. Mm -hmm. um, the, the Quiet Place one and two. Oh yes, are masterworks in good yes. horror s stories that don't get. I mean, there is some blood, but it's not yeah. over the top. It's more. It just grabs you, just the way mm -hmm. it's shot, the scenes, mm -hmm. the way they're done. F fantastic. If you haven't seen both of those, have you guys seen those already? No, you got to watch I've it. Both those, on Netflix, yeah. Pete? No, no. got to watch it's, it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's directed by Jim it. from The Office. Yeah. Well, since we're one of my all-time favorite movies, you're talking about twists and, and, and yeah. things just like you're, you're looking left, and all of a sudden everything goes right, and you're just totally blown away. Because I'm usually pretty good about 20 minutes into a movie. I can have pr pretty good odds about figuring it out how this is going to end or who's going to be the bad guy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the, the, you guys will know it. The movie with um, uh, <clears throat> Rob, uh, uh, Richard Gere and Ed Norton. Uh, oh, but where he uh, killed, accused of killing the priest? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, what is that one called? Uh, the Priest Killer. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. But Thank anyway. you, <laughs> I mean, I, I have no idea. Mark. Absolutely <laughs> masterful. Uh, on uh, on Norton Jr.'s uh, part. Wow. I yeah. mean, he just, oh, he's a great actor. Oh, my God. I love the movie uh, Red Dragon, which was a remake because that it's the prequel to uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. But, but they had already made it. They made a movie called Manhunter in the mid-'80s by the guy that did Miami Vice. And uh, Michael Mann, I think, was the name of the director. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was pretty mediocre at best. Well, see, I liked it a lot. It's not as good I remember as Red Dragon, though. Well, Red I remember having a conversation, actually, with you and Karen about that. That I liked the uh, Brian Cox 
played Hannibal, uh, and, and I actually liked his characterization better than yeah. Anthony Hopkins, just because it was a lot more subtle. Sure. Well, Ed Norton does a great job, though. He's, he's definitely yeah, he a, really does. Definitely a solid actor. Uh, since we're kind of on the topic of the scary stuff, the spooky stuff, I thought it might be kind of fun to delve into a little bit of that as, as far as our experiences as boomers, whether it's, you know, something during your childhood or your teen years or this, that, and the other. But I want to ask each of you individually, and I'll start with Pete, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe in the paranormal? Probably 5. Okay. Dan, how about you? I'll go 7. Okay. Marty? I'm going to go 2. Okay, because I, normally it would be a zero. Uh -huh. However, we have a family clock of Denise's, and uh, and it doesn't work. It's, a, it's one of those anniversary clocks, and it go, literally goes back to 1902. Uh -huh. 1902. And every once in a while, it'll just start tick-tock, tick-tock. It'll last for about two minutes, and then it'll stop. Yeah. And nothing's going on. This is in the middle of the night. It's right outside our bedroom in the, in the, in the uh, living and the dining room. And it's sitting on a, on a shelf, and it just sits there. It, it never works, never does anything. But in the middle of the night, calm as calm can be, quiet, quiet house. Nice. Tick, same, is it the same top. time every night? Tick, top, yes. At the same time every night? No, 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 oh, okay. no. No, no, okay. I thought you said, is it, has it, does oh, yeah, it have no, the same don't. time every night? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No, but I'm it doesn't work. It, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. move. But now, how old is your house you guys live in? 30, well, it was built in 89. So are you the second owners? We are the second owners. Yeah, yeah the, so there's the, not a lot of history to that house. Well, the, uh, it does have an interesting history. Uh, there was a drug dealer that lived in the model up in the front of our neighborhood. This is when the, our house was being built. Wow. Just the frame was up and the, the basement was dug. Mm -hmm. All right, and you could get into the basement. He used to hide his cocaine stashes, a kilo of cocaine, down in our, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, the, crawl space all right wow and his mom ratted him out and the cops had to go find they followed him over to our house while it was being built no nothing kidding. nothing else was up but the frame and the basement was dug and the floors were in and all that That's and they caught him i love it wow they caught him and i when i heard that story i went down to make sure it was all gone <laughs> yeah it was nice it was gone it was nice a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, but my, my bong was still down there, wasn't it? Uh, no, no. We, we had to, we had I'm going to be a little more uh, 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 emphatic with mine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 10, just Ooh. based on my experiences. And yeah. I think, and, and, and Karen knows all about things that I've had happen, and, and she's like, well, that's the difference. I've not had that type of thing mm. happen to me, so I can't really say, or, you know. And probably the first big thing that I remember from my childhood was... When I was a little kid, five, six, seven years old, and you know, I'm home with my mom. I had older brothers, so I really didn't grow up with them. So I was home, just my mom and I, because my dad traveled with his work. And when she would be working, like ironing on the ironing board, I would always see at her feet a small figure with, with it looked like she was in like a white gown, like a, like a very small child or baby. And never really thought much of it. I'd look over and I'd see, you know, five five seconds and I'd look back, oh, a couple weeks go by, again. You know, and for several years of my life, I would I would see this. Was this a child that was standing or sitting or lying down? Could, How was it? I couldn't really tell. Okay. It, it kind of looked like maybe sitting. Okay. Hmm. But I was too young to know at that time that my parents' first child, my, my sister, uh, she was nicknamed Debbie, because she had this, the initials, her, her name was Daria, like for my mom, Elaine Burroughs, so hmm. Deb, so she was nicknamed Debbie. 
died. She didn't live to be wow. a she didn't live to be a year old. And I saw a picture of I didn't see her actual christening, but another baby that, around that time wearing this white gown, this robe. It's like a christening outfit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Say so, what you want. So, so, I, but I didn't know that. My yeah. parents didn't tell me till I was much older that I had, we, we all had a sister. Okay. And she didn't survive to be one. She died of... When uh, you say how much older, pneumonia. how much older were you when they told uh, you? Probably Early. Eight, eight, nine, ten. Oh, really? Okay. Know? All right. Yeah. Yeah. But she uh, was their first because I had four, three brothers myself. So there were the four of us and then she didn't make it to one. But uh, yeah, there, was, there were other things. My brother passed away when he was 19 from leukemia. And we had a dog growing up that my mom, uh, one of the, when she was in the hospital one time, one of the nurses, her dog had puppies. And my parents were like, yeah, let's get one of these puppies. So we had this dog, Rusty, for all of my childhood years. And when my brother passed away, we came home from the funerals because we had funerals in Michigan and Canada because of family being in both areas. We come into the house in Farmington Hills and we get Rusty back from the uh, boarding house. He goes upstairs to my brother's bedroom, sits on the bed, looks at the wall, and for 24 hours straight, whined mm. like he was crying, looking mm. at, I don't know what he was looking at. Wow. So, you know, uh, okay. say what you want about that. It's personal experience. Everybody has different things. So, there's people out there that will poo-poo anything. You know what I yeah, mean? True. I mean, Somebody will have something miraculous happen to them, and they, they believe this is what why, and somebody will still say, oh, I got an explanation. Yeah. Everybody has to have an explanation. Well, I'm, I'm the type of person that not everything has an explanation. Yeah. I mean, you I just think, it, I think well, that's the way it is. It's about Jesus, yeah, isn't it? it? Well, no, it, yeah, actually it kind of is. That I mean, I have an absolute... And you have to say it that way. Number, yeah, I, I have an absolute belief in a spiritual world. Sure. But just the question of how much... Overlap we is there, okay. is there, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, you know, if, if you're, you know, talking to, you know, the spirit of a departed loved one, who is it you're actually talking to? Yeah, what is it you're yeah. actually talking? So, you know, but that's a whole different. I did have a, I had a weird. I remember one time we had a, a dog who would uh, in this apartment that my wife and I lived in for a short time. She would like get up on the in the middle of the bed and just howl for no apparent reason. And there was one night, one time, uh, I was having a dream that I was being attacked by some evil, you know, demon, whatever, and I couldn't speak, because I'm thinking in my head, sorry, Artie, but I'm thinking, if I can call the name of Jesus, sure. I can send the spirit away. Right, but I couldn't right. speak. This is during and, your sleep? Yeah, while I was sleeping. And while I'm dreaming, I remember, I, it occurred to me that there was a comb that had a handle on it, and then the handle spelled out Jesus, okay? Wow. And I went to get the comb and saw that the J had broken off of the handle. Which, if it was the S, Jesu, that's, you know, Latin, that's a way to say it. But so it was, and, and I woke up wow. and I went back to sleep, and the dream picked up in exactly the same spot. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. So that's I'm crazy, not, and right? we actually had somebody come in and bless the apartment. That mm. just to, and and while that was going on, there was just some kind of weird stuff happening. But you know, there's a thing called uh, sleep paralysis, and I used yes. to get mm. that when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah I, I felt that. like something was sitting on me. Something was yeah. here. I was. Yeah. I, I felt awake, like I was awake. Yeah. But I, re- you're really not Maybe awake. Maybe it was a guy with you the know, cocaine. You think you're awake, but yeah. it's uh, they, they used to be. They used to think it was demons. You see, mm-hmm. they'd, they'd have artwork of demons sitting on yeah. your chest yeah. while you're sleeping. And it's just sleep paralysis is all yeah. it is. And yeah. it used to scare the crap out of me when I was yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Pete, I hated that. Pete, you got a story you can relate? 
Well, I uh, relay, I should say. Yeah, I uh, you know, long, long time ago, I was dating a gal, and she claimed that she had a ghost in her house or another spirit, and she actually named it Francis. Hmm. Wow. And, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, now one I'll, date, I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> just I'll play along, <laughs> and uh, you know, so and she would say, well, I would that she would leave and cabinets would she come home cabinets would be open or yeah. things like that yeah okay well i experienced it several times i mean because you know you, you'd know if you left a cabinet open in the kitchen right yeah. mm. and you know it's just uh, so yeah so that that's my experience with that yeah, that's interesting. now the the good thing is i was never afraid of any of this sort of paranormal stuff because i knew there were ghostbusters out there yeah. there well, you go yeah. who are you gonna call but this is how i view it too and this <clears> is <throat> this is probably me and you know whether it's being Catholic or what I believe in, I don't fear that because I know what I believe is stronger yeah. than, than whatever evil. I mean, it may it may give me a run for my money, but at the end of the day, I know who I'm going to seek out to, to yeah. fight against. Well, well, all these paranormal events—that's so that's where I get my comfort yeah. with that. Yeah. You know? So, uh, I mean, uh, these paranormal events, whether they exist or they don't exist, are not always evil. No, correct, correct. Yeah. It's interesting too. Just a, a, a story I want to. No, I, don't, I, th- I think you're right. I think it's a good point. Do, do you think most? Do you think it is? Do you, are, no, do you but, think it's evil? But, or? but the ones that aren't evil are really no fun. I mean, come on, give me the evil ones. Those are only the what evil you, ones. Who are what, fun. If you're, what if you're? What if you're visited by the ghost of Paul Lynn? I mean, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> hey, Culligan man! <laughs> I would seek that out. Wayland yeah. Flowers yeah. and Adam. Yeah. Oh yeah. They well, maybe not that one. I don't know. They, they visited me last night. I don't need ghosts of puppets. So Artie and I both, (laughs) in my radio experience, I've had two opportunities to stay in haunted places. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Here at Indy, Artie and I stayed at the Hannah house overnight. Nothing creepy happened, but it sure is a creepy place. (laughs) Stefan just made my whole trip. That made that whole trip absolutely worth it. My oldest son, Stefan, stayed with us that night. For a radio station. I sense something. I sense something. Everybody turns to him and goes... <laughs> he made my night. Oh, he had a great time. He had a great time, and it's it's an interesting house because the, you know it's it's built on what they claim is a, a, a tunnel that was part of the Underground Railroad during right. slave days, mm-hmm. and that there was a fire in the tunnel, and many many slaves were died. Mm. Well, at this time, and I think now the house is closed. I don't think it's it might be open if you have the right amount of money to pay to spend the night. But Any that, house is open if you have the right, right Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Except mine. Yeah, so this, this is like a scare B&B. So, you know, <laughs> in the basement of the house, it's, it's, it was a haunted house. You remember this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they left it. So it had all, like, the fluorescent stuff. It had dummy skeletons. This, that. Yeah. And so they, you walk down there, and it's totally dark, and you're like, okay, no, no, no. I'm not staying down here very long. Mm. But that's where they used to take you with the haunted house. The other place was the uh, Sacramento Theater Company. And I actually sent Dan an email with the audio file of what happened to us oh, yeah. at the I'm Sacramento Theater Company. If, if it's something you can add to the podcast, mm-hmm. drop it in okay. because I just don't know how the audio will translate. But I spent the night with a couple people from the theater company. And this is like a hundred-year-old theater, which I, I love old theaters. And I'm thinking in the, in the scheme of things, if, if there are haunted places, it's theaters. When you think of the, the amount yeah. of traffic that's come through, the actor, the people, the, just the whole persona mm. of an old theater. And this was it. So it's me, a couple of the theater people, a psychic, which I'm a little, I'm not on board 100% with all that kind of stuff. 
Some I think are legit to some extent, but most of them I think it's all about being as vague as possible and getting that person to, you know, yeah. give what you was the event? Visa what MasterCard. We just went to spend the night, so it's the psychic and an author by the name of Dennis William Hawk. And Dennis is a global paranormal investigator. He wrote the book called The Dictionary of Haunted Places. If you ever can pick up a book, great beach read, great air, you know, if you're on a flight, get it. Had the chance, and I asked him right to his face. I said, tell me, percentage-wise, the number of, of cases that you debunk. Because he debunks you know, quite a bit. He said, he said like 98%. I said, wow. He goes, yeah, easily. I, they pay me money, they bring me in, and within a couple of days, sometimes within a couple hours, I figure out what's going on. Yeah. I figure out why they're hearing, what they're hearing, this, that, and the other. And then he looked at me, he said, Jim, but the other 2%, I'll take to my grave. They scared the hell out of me. Wow. wow. And he told me some stories. About, he just, it, it just blew me away. So at one point, we're all in sweatpants, casual clothes. We're, we're, we've, we've taken, nobody's wearing shoes. We're all in socks. We're, it's like having a pajama party in a haunted house. We go up into the, uh, uh, what do they call that? You know, where the lights, uh, there's, a, there's a, a sound room. Sound room, I guess, for the better sake. Of, well, there might be something a little more technical back then. I have no idea. But we're all up in the sound room. Every one of us is accounted for. And Dennis left a cassette player on the stage. Hmm. We come back, sit down, we're just talking, and he's just going back and forth. He hits the play button. You know how you hit the play on an old cassette and then you hit rewind? You can hear if there's any anything on it. So he goes, he goes back and rewinds it, and all of a sudden he hears like, you know. So he hits the play button, and we hear footsteps. We hear somebody with hard shoes walking on the stage toward the cassette player, you hear a vague voice, almost sounds like it's saying hello, you can't really tell. But you don't hear the steps walking away. You just hear the footsteps to the cassette player. And he wrote about it in, uh, he updated the Dictionary of Haunted Places to include this experience. Wow. So it's fascinating. So I sent you the audio, take a, take a listen yeah. to it. And you know, I, I, don't, I don't get mad at begrudge anybody that doesn't believe in it or just poo poos yeah. it, but I'm like, don't close your mind. There's at least, at least have an yeah. open mind to understand you can't explain everything yeah. about this life we're living. Well, yeah. there is, you're talking about that, to me, one of the scariest movies ever made, and you see no monsters, no ghosts, no nothing. It's called The Haunting. Yes. It, was, right. it was made in 1963. It is... Wow. All atmosphere, sure. all, I mean, you got to yeah. give yourself over to it. Nice. You got to go into it saying, I'm just going to experience this. Yeah. Spine it tingling. is terrifying. Wow. But it, yeah, okay. it just, okay. Check that so one out. Cool. Is it, did they remake that? Because it seems like there was like another. I, well, there's, there was there's one like with Liam Neeson. Is that yeah. the same one? I think it was. Well, and, that was, a, I loved The Haunting. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a great movie. Yeah. But there's also, because, I mean, one of the scariest books ever is by the lady, uh, what's her name? She, she wrote the story, the, Shirley Jackson. Wrote, sure. You know, every school kid has read The Lottery. Yeah. She's got a novel called The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Which is... A phenomenal yeah, show, too, on Netflix. It's a great, yeah, it's a great show. The show was wonderful. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching that. I was up at our place in Michigan yeah. by myself, and I'm, like, binge-watching The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix when it had just come out. Yeah. And the power was out in the house, but I still had, I had, like, LTE on my iPad, so I'm, you know, watching it, streaming. And I get through like half a dozen episodes and I start hearing noises. Oh, of course. Of stuff. course. Like, yeah. I, so I packed up, got in the car, it. and drove home at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Funny. It's like, okay, I'm just, 
I am not going to get any sleep. I might as well leave. There now. used to be a, a, a one-nighter up in Michigan, north of Detroit, that you probably played. It was a, the, the club was called Miss Kitty's Comedy Club, and yes. they used to put you up in an old house. And when you would walk in the house, there were rooms off to the left, off to the right, and there was this giant staircase straight ahead. And that's where the comics stayed. We stayed upstairs because the lady that owned the house still stayed downstairs. And they always had a memo board. They had a memo board next to the bathroom so the comics could communicate. So every day I woke up, I always would write a note on the memo board, and it would say, boys, hope you cleaned your room. Love, mother. Because I wanted to make a psycho <laughs> reference because it looked just like the psycho house. It was the greatest well, I, thing I ever. I still think the, the house that we stayed in in Lexington at... Uh, from that comedy, comedy club. Oh, my Broadway. God. That, that, that comedy was, on Broadway, thank you. Yeah, that house scared the crap out of well, me. Well, extra creepy because you stayed in this house, and it still had all the uh, possessions. All the furniture. Every, all the clothing. Everything that the old lady had. They, did, they didn't clean the house up. They put, oh, they, wow. put some, they put some other stuff in another room and then put drapes over it so no one would see it. But that was about, you know, what, 500 feet of space, you know, yeah. that a bunch of stuff was in. But we got to live in the rest of it. That's the house where I took Ted Norkey's 8x10 and put it in the vestibule in front and put a candle under it. <laughs> And I said, it's here, Ted. It's a tribute to you all week. <laughs> just like, Shut up. That's where the Ollie uh, Joe thing happened. Yes. Oh, yeah. The classic story. That's, a, that's an old story. It's good stuff. Good stuff to share, guys. Thanks. Uh, it's good to have Dan back. I'm glad good to be you're, back. Glad you're feeling good. Pete, good to see you all dapper in the suit jacket and everything. Looking good. Always good to be seen. Artie's looking like a man that's getting ready to work in the yard with his uh, awesome wife. That reminds me. I have a video to that. show you in a bit. You guys love doing the yard work. Well, i got a great video for uh, you uh-oh. of Artie doing yard work, and you'll, it'll, it'll terrify you. Oh, wow. Well, I cannot wait it to will. see this. this I guarantee you it'll terrify you. This is good stuff. Don't forget to visit us at boomerswithbeverages.com. And when you're in the, the beautiful Fishers, stop at Fort A. Ray because this is the place to go. The Gastro Pub and uh, the brewery right next door. I'm going to get a cocktail. Fantastic stuff. And thank you to Brian and the crew at Fort A. Ray for hosting us. And Yay, we're going to talk to you again soon. Until next time, i got to share a couple of parting thoughts with you. And I thought since we talked about scary stuff, I'll share a couple of tombstones that are actually legit tombstones with the epitaphs that are on them and the first one is a lesson and why it's always good to be number one it's from a tombstone in colorado that reads here lies a man named zeke second fastest draw in cripple creek (laughs) so see if he was just that much better and here's a tombstone in spain here lies pancrazio juvenales he was a good husband a wonderful father but a bad electrician So until we talk again, thanks for joining us, and we will talk soon on Boomers with Beverages. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer Art Baker, post-production technician Dan Davis, showrunner and distributor Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com.